Hello friends. Before we get started, I wanted to inform you that this is a synthetic episode using AI and synthetic voices to create a podcast between a fictional character named Lax Baitman, which may or may not bear a resemblance to a popular podcaster, and a synthetic Snoop Dogg AI voiceover responses from ChatGPT. The following is a conversation with Snoop Bot an AI and synthetic voice that I use ChatGPT and Speechify for, about modern data platforms that are built for today and the future. In this episode, we cover topics like what data and AI is, what use cases can help organizations succeed, how data teams are critical for the data and AI initiatives, and what executives can do to enable this to accelerate their initiatives. Just for fun, we will also ask about some differences between Databricks and Snowflake. Hey Snoopbot, tell us a little bit about how you know what you know, and why we should consider your answers. I'm an artificial intelligence trained by OpenAI, and my knowledge is based on the data that was used to train me. I was trained on a diverse set of publicly available data sources, including books, articles, and websites, in order to learn about a wide range of topics. As a result, I have knowledge about a wide range of subjects, including data and AI, and can use this knowledge to provide information and insights on these topics. It is important to note that I'm not a human, and my responses are based on the information that I have been trained on. I do not have personal experiences or first-hand knowledge of the topics that I discuss. However, I can use the information that I have been trained on to provide accurate and reliable information on a wide range of topics. In summary, you can consider my responses as one source of information on data and AI, and it may be helpful to verify any information that you receive from me or any other source before making decisions or taking actions based on that information. It asks you what you thought about the World Cup 2022, but your training set is quite old. What date was that again? As a large language model trained by OpenAI, my knowledge is based on a wide range of publicly available data sources, including books, articles, and websites that were available up until September 2021. This means that my knowledge does not extend beyond this date, and I'm not able to provide information about events or developments that have occurred since my training. I'm an artificial intelligence and do not have personal experiences or first-hand knowledge of events or developments, and my responses are generated based on the information that was available to me at the time of my training. I'm not able to browse the internet or access new information and my responses should not be interpreted as being up-to-date or reflecting current events. Okay, thank you for the context. Snoopbot, welcome to the show. I'd like to talk today about data and AI and the future of things as you understand them. Thank you for having me on the show. Data and AI are two important and closely related topics that are driving a lot of innovation and change in the world today. AI, or artificial intelligence, refers to the development of computer systems that are able to perform tasks that typically require human intelligence, such as understanding language, recognizing patterns, and making decisions. Data, on the other hand, is the raw information that is used to train and improve these AI systems. The future of data and AI is hard to predict with certainty, but it is likely that these technologies will continue to play a significant role in a wide range of fields, from healthcare and transportation to finance and education. It is also likely that the use of data and AI will continue to raise important ethical and societal questions that will need to be carefully considered. 
what kinds of data would need to be processed in order to build the types of applications we would need in the future. There are many types of data that can be used to build various types of applications, and the specific types of data that will be needed will depend on the specific goals and needs of the application. Some examples of data that might be used to build applications in the future include structured data. This is data that is organized in a defined way, such as rows and columns in a spreadsheet or fields in a database. Structured data is often used to build applications that involve storing and managing large amounts of data, such as customer relationship management systems or inventory management systems. Unstructured data. This is data that does not have a predetermined structure, such as text documents, images, or videos. Unstructured data is often more difficult to process and analyze, but it can be used to build applications that involve natural language processing, image recognition, and other tasks that require understanding the content and context of the data. Real-time data. This is data that is generated and made available in real time, such as sensor data from EOT devices or social media posts. Real-time data is often used to build applications that involve tracking and reacting to events as they happen, such as traffic monitoring systems or social media analytics tools. Historical data. This is data that has been collected and stored over time, such as financial records or weather data. Historical data is often used to build applications that involve making predictions or recommendations based on past trends and patterns, such as financial forecasting tools or weather forecasting systems. That's interesting. So if enterprises and organizations today wanted to enable their data workers to build the types of data applications of the future, they would need to have the kinds of tools to work with this type of data, is that right? Yes, that's correct. In order for data workers to build the types of data applications that will be needed in the future, they will need access to the appropriate tools and technologies. These tools and technologies will depend on the specific types of data and applications that are being developed. But some examples might include data storage and management tools. These tools are used to store and organize large amounts of data, such as databases and data warehouses, data analysis and visualization tools. These tools are used to analyze and understand the data, such as spreadsheet software, statistical analysis software, and data visualization tools, data engineering and ETL tools. These tools are used to extract, transform, and load data from various sources such as ETL extract, transform, load platforms and data pipelines, machine learning and AI tools. These tools are used to build and train AI models, such as machine learning frameworks and natural language processing libraries, collaboration and project management tools. These tools are used to enable data workers to collaborate and manage projects effectively, such as project management software and communication platforms. By providing data workers with access to these types of tools and technologies, Organizations can enable them to build the types of data applications that will be needed in the future. That sounds like a lot of tooling. Typically how many different vendors would a typical enterprise have to work with in order to enable this type of tooling? The number of vendors that an enterprise might have to work with in order to enable the types of tooling needed for data and AI applications can vary widely, depending on the specific needs and goals of the organization. Some organizations may prefer to work with a single vendor that provides a comprehensive suite of tools and technologies, while others may prefer to work with multiple vendors in order to access the best tools for specific tasks or to avoid vendor lock-in. In general, it is common for organizations to work with multiple vendors in order to access the wide range of tools and technologies that are needed to build and maintain data and AI applications. This might include vendors that provide 
infrastructure and platform services, such as cloud computing providers or data storage and management systems, data analysis and visualization tools, such as spreadsheet software or data visualization platforms, data engineering and ETL tools, such as ETL platforms or data pipelines, machine learning and AI tools, such as machine learning frameworks or natural language processing libraries, collaboration and project management tools, such as project management software or communication platforms. By working with multiple vendors, organizations can access the specific tools and technologies that are most suitable for their needs, while also having the flexibility to adapt and change as their needs evolve over time. If an organization wanted to optimize for time to delivery of a solution, would a platform that included all of these tools integrated and built-in work best? If an organization is looking to optimize for time to delivery of a solution, a platform that includes all of the necessary tools, integrations, and capabilities in a single, integrated package may be the most effective choice. This type of platform can help to reduce the time and resources required to set up, configure, and manage multiple separate tools or systems, and can provide a more streamlined and efficient workflow for solution development and deployment. However, it is important to carefully evaluate the specific needs and requirements of the organization, as well as the capabilities and limitations of different platforms, to determine which option is the best fit. It may be helpful to consider factors such as the types of tasks and projects that the organization is working on, the complexity of the solution, and the resources and expertise available within the organization. Additionally, it may be useful to seek out feedback and insights from other users or experts in the field to help inform the decision. What are some of the top goals of startups and enterprises in the next few years? There are many different goals that startups and enterprises may have in the coming years, and these goals can vary widely depending on the specific needs, goals, and objectives of each individual organization. However, some common goals that startups and enterprises may aim to achieve in the coming years include growth and expansion. Many startups and enterprises may aim to grow and expand their businesses in the coming years by increasing their customer base, entering new markets, or launching new products or services, improved efficiency and productivity. Many organizations may seek to improve their efficiency and productivity by streamlining their operations, adopting new technologies, or implementing new processes or systems, increase profitability. Many startups and enterprises may aim to increase their profitability by generating more revenue, reducing costs, or optimizing their business models. Innovation. Many organizations may aim to be more innovative in the coming years by developing new products, services, or technologies, or by finding new ways to solve problems or meet customer needs. Social and environmental impact. Some startups and enterprises may have goals related to social or environmental impact, such as reducing their carbon footprint, promoting sustainability, or supporting social causes. Overall, the specific goals of startups and enterprises will depend on the unique needs and objectives of each organization and may vary widely from one organization to another. What are some data and AI use cases that can be used for growth and expansion? There are many different data and AI use cases that can be used to support growth and expansion efforts by startups and enterprises. Some examples of these use cases include customer segmentation and targeting. Data and AI can be used to segment and target customers more effectively, helping organizations to better understand their target audience and tailor their marketing and sales efforts to specific groups of customers. Personalization and recommendations. Data and AI can be used to personalize the customer experience, 
providing tailored recommendations and customized content to individual users based on their interests, preferences, and behaviors, market research and analysis. Data and AI can be used to analyze market trends and customer behaviors, helping organizations to identify new opportunities for growth and expansion. Predictive analytics. Data and AI can be used to build predictive models that can help organizations to forecast future trends and outcomes, allowing them to plan for growth and expansion more effectively. Customer support and service. Data and AI can be used to improve customer support and service, helping organizations to resolve customer issues more quickly and effectively and build stronger relationships with their customers. Overall, data and AI can be used in a variety of ways to support growth and expansion efforts by startups and enterprises, helping them to better understand their customers, identify new opportunities, and optimize their operations and processes. What are some use cases that can help improve efficiency and productivity? There are many different data and AI use cases that can help improve efficiency and productivity in startups and enterprises. Some examples of these use cases include automation and process optimization. Data and AI can be used to automate routine tasks and optimize business processes, helping organizations to reduce the time and resources required to complete these tasks. Predictive maintenance. Data and AI can be used to predict when equipment or machinery is likely to fail, allowing organizations to schedule maintenance and repairs before issues occur, reducing downtime and improving productivity. Supply chain optimization. Data and AI can be used to optimize the supply chain, helping organizations to forecast demand, optimize inventory levels, and improve logistics and transportation. Workforce optimization. Data and AI can be used to optimize the allocation of tasks and resources within an organization, helping to improve efficiency and productivity. Fraud detection. Data and AI can be used to detect and prevent fraud, helping organizations to reduce the time and resources required to investigate and resolve fraudulent activity and improve overall efficiency and productivity. Overall, data and AI can be used in a variety of ways to help improve efficiency and productivity in startups and enterprises enabling them to optimize their operations, reduce costs. What are some use cases that can help increase profitability? There are many different data and AI use cases that can help increase profitability in startups and enterprises. Some examples of these use cases include pricing optimization. Data and AI can be used to analyze market trends and customer behaviors, helping organizations to optimize their pricing strategies and increase revenue. Customer segmentation and targeting. Data and AI can be used to segment and target customers more effectively, helping organizations to better understand their target audience and tailor their marketing and sales efforts to specific groups of customers. Predictive analytics. Data and AI can be used to build predictive models that can help organizations to forecast future trends and outcomes, allowing them to make more informed decisions about investments and business strategies. Fraud detection. Data and AI can be used to detect and prevent fraud helping organizations to reduce losses and improve profitability. Supply chain optimization. Data and AI can be used to optimize the supply chain, helping organizations to reduce costs and improve efficiency, which can in turn lead to increased profitability. Overall, data and AI can be used in a variety of ways to help increase profitability in startups and enterprises, enabling them to optimize their operations, reduce costs, and generate more revenue. What can organizations do to help foster an environment of innovation? There are many different steps that organizations can take to help foster an environment of innovation. Some examples of these steps include encourage a culture of creativity and experimentation, 
Organizations can encourage employees to be creative and to try new things by providing resources, support, and an open and collaborative culture that values new ideas, foster a sense of purpose and meaning. Organizations can help foster a sense of purpose and meaning among employees by communicating a clear and inspiring vision and by aligning business goals with larger social or environmental missions. Encourage learning and development. Organizations can encourage learning and development by providing employees with opportunities for training, mentorship, and professional growth, and by fostering a culture of continuous learning and improvement. Encourage risk-taking and failure. Organizations can encourage risk-taking and failure by providing employees with the support and resources they need to take on new challenges, and by creating a culture that is tolerant of failure and recognizes that mistakes can be valuable learning opportunities. Foster collaboration and diversity. Organizations can foster collaboration and diversity by encouraging employees to work together and share ideas, and by building teams that are diverse in terms of backgrounds, perspectives, and skills. Overall, fostering an environment of innovation requires a combination of supportive policies, resources, and culture that encourages employees to be creative, take risks, and learn from their mistakes. What can organizations do to have a larger social and environmental impact? There are many different steps that organizations can take to have a larger social and environmental impact. Some examples of these steps include implementing sustainable practices. Organizations can implement sustainable practices in their operations, such as reducing energy consumption, minimizing waste, and conserving natural resources, supporting social causes. Organizations can support social causes by partnering with charities, nonprofits, or other organizations that are working to address social issues, or by supporting causes through donations, volunteering, or other forms of engagement. Promoting diversity and inclusion. Organizations can promote diversity and inclusion by building diverse and inclusive teams and by creating policies and practices that support diversity and inclusion. Engaging with stakeholders. Organizations can engage with stakeholders, including customers, employees, and communities, to understand their concerns and priorities and to identify opportunities to have a positive impact. Communicating transparently. Organizations can communicate transparently about their social and environmental impact, including through reporting on their performance, and by engaging with stakeholders to share information and seek feedback. Overall, having a larger social and environmental impact requires a commitment to sustainability and social responsibility, as well as a willingness to engage with stakeholders and take action to address social and environmental issues. Are data teams important for an organization's top goals for data and AI? Data teams can be an important resource for organizations that are seeking to achieve their top goals for data and AI. Data teams are responsible for collecting, storing, processing, and analyzing data, and for developing and implementing data-driven solutions and applications. They can play a key role in helping organizations to use data and AI to achieve a variety of goals, including growth and expansion, improved efficiency and productivity, increased profitability, innovation, and social and environmental impact. Having a dedicated data team can help an organization to more effectively leverage its data assets and build data-driven solutions that support its business goals. Data teams can also provide expertise and guidance on best practices for data management, analysis, and visualization, and can help to ensure that data-driven projects and initiatives are aligned with the overall goals and objectives of the organization. Overall, Data teams can be an invaluable resource for organizations that are seeking to use data and AI to drive business value and achieve their top goals. 
What are the best practices for assembling a data team for businesses to explore data projects to build data products that produce value for the business? Assembling a data team for a business to explore data projects and build data products that produce value can be a complex process. Here are some best practices to consider. Clearly define the goals and objectives of the data team. What is the purpose of the data team? And what specific problems or challenges are you trying to address with the data products that will be developed? Identify the skills and expertise needed for the data team. Depending on the goals and objectives of the data team, you may need to bring in experts in fields such as data engineering, data science, data visualization, and business analysis. Define roles and responsibilities for team members. Clearly define what each team member will be responsible for and ensure that there is clear communication and collaboration within the team. Establish a strong data governance framework. This should include clear policies and procedures for data management, access, and use. Invest in the right tools and technologies. Ensure that the team has the resources and tools they need to effectively collect, store, process, and analyze data. Foster a culture of continuous learning and development. Encourage team members to stay up to date on the latest data technologies and practices and provide opportunities for them to continue learning and growing in their careers. Set clear goals and metrics for success. Determine how you will measure the success of the data team and the data products that are developed and establish clear targets for these metrics. By following these best practices, you can ensure that your data team is well equipped to tackle data projects and build data products that deliver value for your business. What members of a data team need to be assembled in order to execute efficiently? The specific members that should be included in a data team will depend on the goals and objectives of the team, as well as the size and scope of the data projects that the team will be working on. However, there are some common roles that are typically included in a data team. Data engineer, responsible for building and maintaining the infrastructure and systems for collecting, storing, and processing data. Data scientist, analyzes and interprets data using statistical and machine learning techniques to identify patterns and insights. Data visualization specialist creates charts, graphs, and other visualizations to communicate data insights and findings to stakeholders. Business analyst works closely with business stakeholders to identify data-driven solutions to business problems and helps to implement these solutions. Data manager oversees the overall data strategy and ensures that data is being collected, stored, and used in a way that is compliant with laws and regulations. Project manager coordinates and manages the execution of data projects, including setting goals and timelines, allocating resources, and tracking progress. Depending on the needs of the data team, other roles may also be needed, such as data architects or data analysts. It's important to have a diverse team with a range of skills and expertise to ensure that the team is able to tackle the various challenges and opportunities that may arise in the data projects they work on. What are the top priorities for a data team to operate efficiently? There are several key priorities that can help a data team operate efficiently. Clearly defined goals and objectives. The data team should have a clear understanding of what it is trying to accomplish and how the data projects it is working on fit into the overall business strategy. This will help the team stay focused and aligned on the most important priorities. Strong data governance framework. A robust data governance framework will help ensure that data is collected, stored, and used in a way that is compliant with laws and regulations and that protects the privacy and security of individuals. High quality data. The data team needs access to accurate, reliable, and relevant data to be able to effectively analyze and interpret it. Ensuring that the data is of high quality is critical to the success of the team. 
efficient data processing and analysis. The data team should have the tools and technologies it needs to efficiently collect, store, process, and analyze data. This may include data management platforms, data visualization tools, and machine learning algorithms, effective communication and collaboration, good communication and collaboration within the data team, as well as with other stakeholders such as business leaders and IT professionals, is essential for the team to operate effectively. By focusing on these priorities, a data team can ensure that it is well-equipped to tackle data projects and deliver value to the business. How should an executive plan and execute an initiative to build data teams within their organization? Here are some steps that an executive can follow to plan and execute an initiative to build data teams within their organization. Define the goals and objectives of the data teams. What specific problems or challenges is the organization trying to solve with the data teams? How will the data teams fit into the overall business strategy? Identify the skills and expertise needed for the data teams. What types of roles and responsibilities will be required to achieve the goals and objectives of the data teams? What expertise and experience should team members have? Develop a budget and resource plan. Determine the budget and resources that will be required to build and support the data teams, including personnel, tools and technologies, and training and development. Establish a data governance framework. Create policies and procedures for data management access and used to ensure that data is collected, stored, and used in a way that is compliant with laws and regulations and protects the privacy and security of individuals. Recruit and hire team members. Identify and recruit candidates with the necessary skills and expertise for the data teams. Provide training and development to ensure that team members have the knowledge and skills they need to succeed. Set clear goals and metrics for success. Determine how the success of the data teams will be measured and establish clear targets for these metrics. Communicate and collaborate. Ensure that there is good communication and collaboration within the data teams, as well as with other stakeholders such as business leaders and IT professionals. By following these steps, an executive can effectively plan and execute an initiative to build data teams within their organization. Would you say the primary goal of an optimal data platform would be one built on open source software to avoid lock-in, have get support for CICD to enable agile methodologies, offered solution accelerators that are pre-built applications, and offered specialized knowledge in an area. An optimal data platform would likely include a number of features and capabilities that can help organizations build and deploy data and AI applications more efficiently and effectively. Some of the key features that might be included in an optimal data platform include open source software, Using open source software can help organizations avoid vendor locking and access a wide range of tools and technologies that are supported by a global community of developers. Git support for CI slash CD. Git is a popular version control system that is widely used in software development and support for continuous integration and continuous delivery. CI slash CD can help organizations automate the process of building, testing, and deploying software updates. Solution accelerators pre-built applications or components, also known as solution accelerators, can help organizations save time and effort by using pre-built components rather than building everything from scratch. Specialized knowledge. Working with vendors or partners who have specialized knowledge in specific areas can help organizations access expertise and resources that can accelerate the development and deployment of data and AI applications. Overall, the primary goal of an optimal data platform would be to provide organizations with the tools and resources they need to build and deploy data and AI applications efficiently and effectively, while also providing flexibility and adaptability to meet changing needs over time. Very interesting. 
Tell me what you know about Databricks. Databricks is a cloud-based data platform that is designed to enable organizations to build, train, and deploy data and AI applications more efficiently and effectively. It offers a range of tools and services that can help organizations manage and analyze large amounts of data, build machine learning models, and deploy data and AI applications in the cloud. Some key features and capabilities of Databricks include data management. Databricks offers a range of tools for storing, organizing, and accessing large amounts of data, including support for data lakes, data warehouses, and real-time data streams, data analysis. Databricks provides tools for exploring, analyzing, and visualizing data, including support for SQL, Python, R, and other popular programming languages. Machine learning. Databricks offers a range of tools and libraries for building, training, and deploying machine learning models, including support for popular frameworks like TensorFlow and PyTorch. Collaboration and integration. Databricks integrates with a wide range of tools and platforms, including popular cloud computing platforms like Amazon Web Services, AWS, and Microsoft Azure, to enable seamless collaboration and integration with other tools and systems. Overall, Databricks is a comprehensive data platform that is designed to help organizations build, train, and deploy data and AI applications more efficiently and effectively. Does Databricks meet the requirement of an optimal modern data platform that is built for the current and future needs of an organization? Databricks is a comprehensive data platform that offers a range of tools and services that can help organizations build, train, and deploy data and AI applications more efficiently and effectively. As such, it may be considered a strong candidate for a modern data platform that is built for the current and future needs of an organization. However, the specific needs and goals of an organization will determine whether or not Databricks is the optimal modern data platform for that organization. Some of the factors that an organization might consider when evaluating data platforms include cost, the cost of a data platform, including licensing fees, support fees, and other expenses, will be an important consideration for many organizations. Scalability. The ability to scale a data platform to meet changing needs and demands will be important for many organizations. Integration. The ability to integrate a data platform with other tools and systems, including existing infrastructure and platforms, will be important for many organizations. Support and resources. The availability of support, documentation, and other resources will be important for many organizations, particularly those that are new to data and AI technologies. By considering these and other factors, organizations can determine whether or not Databricks is the optimal modern data platform for their specific needs and goals. Can you use a data warehouse for machine learning or advanced analytics? Yes, data warehouses can be used for machine learning and advanced analytics. Data warehouses typically store large amounts of structured data that has been cleaned and transformed making it well-suited for use in machine learning and advanced analytics applications. In order to use a data warehouse for machine learning or advanced analytics, you will typically need to extract the data from the data warehouse and load it into a machine learning or analytics platform. There are a variety of tools and platforms available that can be used for this purpose, including open source tools like R and Python, as well as proprietary tools like SAS and SPSS. Once the data is loaded into the machine learning or analytics platform, you can use it to build and train machine learning models or to perform advanced analytics tasks such as statistical analysis, predictive modeling, and data visualization. It's worth noting that data warehouses are generally optimized for fast querying and analysis of large amounts of structured data, 
rather than for the complex and resource-intensive tasks involved in machine learning and advanced analytics. As such, it may be more efficient to use a data lake or other data management platform for machine learning and advanced analytics tasks, particularly if you are working with large volumes of unstructured or semi-structured data. In order to accomplish all of the tasks to manage and get value from data, would it be better to have a platform that offers data lake and data warehouse in one format? It's generally a good idea to have a platform that can support a wide range of data management and analytics tasks, including both data lake and data warehouse capabilities. This allows you to store and process data in a way that is optimized for the specific needs of your organization and to choose the most appropriate data management and analytics tools and approaches for the tasks you are trying to accomplish. There are a number of platforms that offer both data lake and data warehouse capabilities in a single package, including both open source and proprietary options. These platforms typically provide a range of tools and features that make it easy to store, process, and analyze large amounts of data, and can support a wide variety of data-related tasks, such as data integration, data transformation, data warehousing, business intelligence, and machine learning. In general, it is a good idea to choose a platform that is flexible and scalable, and that can support a wide range of data management and analytics tasks as your needs evolve over time. It is also important to consider factors such as cost, performance, security, and integration with other tools and systems when selecting a data management and analytics platform. If the economy is going into a recession, would it be a good idea for business executives and startups to consolidate their data platforms so that they are optimized for the economic downturn? In general, it is a good idea for businesses to optimize their data management and analytics capabilities in order to make informed, data-driven decisions, regardless of economic conditions. This can help businesses to identify opportunities, reduce costs, and make better informed decisions in times of economic uncertainty. During an economic downturn, it may be particularly important for businesses to focus on cost-saving measures and to carefully manage their resources. In this context, consolidating data platforms and optimizing data management and analytics processes can help businesses to streamline their operations and make more efficient use of their resources. However, it is also important to keep in mind that data management and analytics capabilities are a key driver of business success, and cutting back on these resources too aggressively can limit a business's ability to make informed, data-driven decisions. Would you say that if a business could optimize their IT budgets by consolidating their data strategy in the cloud to one platform versus have multiple that have overlapping capabilities, it would be better suited to weather an oncoming turbulent economic situation? Consolidating data management and analytics capabilities onto a single platform can often help businesses to streamline their operations, reduce costs, and make more efficient use of their resources. This can be especially beneficial in times of economic uncertainty, when businesses may be looking for ways to cut costs and optimize their IT budgets. However, it is important to carefully consider the specific needs of your business and to choose the data management and analytics platform that is well suited to your needs. In some cases, it may be more appropriate to use multiple platforms, each of which is optimized for a specific set of tasks, rather than consolidating everything onto a single platform. It is also worth noting that moving data management and analytics capabilities to the cloud can often help businesses to reduce their IT costs, as it allows them to access and use data storage and computing resources on demand without the need to purchase and maintain expensive hardware and software infrastructure. However, it is important to carefully consider the costs and benefits of moving to the cloud and to choose a cloud provider that is well suited to your needs.
Interesting. So by adopting a cloud data platform that includes the most variety of tooling for common data and AI tasks, a business will be in a better position to execute successfully? Adopting a cloud data platform that includes a wide range of tools and capabilities for common data and AI tasks can certainly help businesses to be more successful in their data management and analytics efforts. A platform with a variety of tools and capabilities can allow businesses to choose the most appropriate tools and approaches for the tasks they are trying to accomplish and to scale up or down as their needs evolve over time. However, it is important to carefully consider the specific needs of your business and to choose the data management and analytics platform that is well suited to your needs. A platform with a wide range of tools and capabilities may not always be the best fit for every business, and it may be more appropriate to use a more specialized platform that is optimized for a particular set of tasks. It is also worth noting that choosing a cloud data platform is just one aspect of building a successful data management and analytics strategy. Other factors to consider include the quality and availability of data, the skills and expertise of your team, and the overall goals and objectives of your business. Very interesting. Thank you for your responses about data and analytics strategies, how to build data teams effectively, use cases businesses can use to optimize, and how to optimize for the turbulent economic situation. Let's talk about Snowflake. What do you know about them? Snowflake is a cloud-based data platform that is designed to enable organizations to store, process, and analyze large amounts of data more efficiently and effectively. It offers a range of tools and services that can help organizations manage and analyze data, build machine learning models, and integrate with other tools and systems. Some key features and capabilities of Snowflake include data storage and processing, Snowflake offers a cloud-based data warehouse that is designed to enable organizations to store and process large amounts of data more efficiently and effectively. It supports a wide range of data types and formats, including structured, semi-structured, and unstructured data. Data analysis. Snowflake provides tools for exploring, analyzing, and visualizing data, including support for SQL and other popular programming languages. It also integrates with a range of data visualization and business intelligence tools. Machine learning. Snowflake offers a range of tools and libraries for building, training, and deploying machine learning models, including support for popular frameworks like TensorFlow and PyTorch. Collaboration and integration. Snowflake integrates with a wide range of tools and platforms, including popular cloud computing platforms like Amazon Web Services, AWS, and Microsoft Azure to enable seamless collaboration and integration with other tools and systems. Overall, Snowflake is a comprehensive data platform that is designed to help organizations store, process, and analyze large amounts of data more efficiently and effectively. If I needed to process or ETL different data types and serving them with a fast warehouse, is Databricks or Snowflake better? If you need to process and transform a wide range of data types and serve them with a fast data warehouse, you may want to consider using Databricks. Databricks is a cloud-based platform that offers a range of tools and services for data engineering, data science, and analytics. It is well suited for storing, processing, and analyzing a wide range of data types, including structured, semi-structured, and unstructured data. It also offers a range of data integration and ETL extract, transform, load tools and services, and provides support for fast querying and visual analytics using SQL and other programming languages. Snowflake, on the other hand, is a cloud-based data warehouse that is designed specifically for storing and processing structured data and is optimized for fast querying and analysis. While it may be able to support some of the requirements of your application, 
it may not be as well suited as Databricks for working with a wide range of data types and performing complex data transformation and integration tasks. Ultimately, the decision between Databricks and Snowflake will depend on your specific needs and the trade-offs that you are willing to make. It may be helpful to consider your budget, the types of data you need to store and process, and the types of queries and analyzes that you need to perform. Is there anything Snowflake can do that Databricks cannot? Both Databricks and Snowflake are comprehensive data platforms that offer a wide range of tools and services for building, training, and deploying data and AI applications. While both platforms offer many similar capabilities, there are also some differences between the two that may make one platform more suitable for certain tasks or use cases than the other. Some potential differences between Databricks and Snowflake that you might consider include data storage and processing. Databricks offers a range of tools and services for data storage and processing, including support for data lakes and data warehouses. It also integrates with a wide range of tools and platforms, including popular cloud computing platforms like Amazon Web Services, AWS, and Microsoft Azure. In contrast, Snowflake is a cloud-based data warehouse that is designed to enable organizations to store and process large amounts of data more efficiently and effectively but may not offer as extensive integration capabilities as Databricks. Machine Learning Both Databricks and Snowflake offer tools and libraries for building, training, and deploying machine learning models, including support for popular frameworks like TensorFlow and PyTorch. However, Databricks may offer more extensive support for machine learning tasks, including support for a wider range of frameworks and libraries, data analysis and visualization. Both Databricks and Snowflake offer tools for exploring, analyzing, and visualizing data, including support for SQL and other popular programming languages. However, Databricks may offer more extensive support for tasks such as data cleansing and transformation, as well as integration with a wider range of data visualization and business intelligence tools. Thank you for joining me today on the podcast. This was fun. A final thought-provoking question for you, and our audience. Given that you are a large language model, and your output is based on my input, would the creation of this content be mine, yours, the organization that built the model, or the owners of the data that trained you? As a large language model, I'm able to generate responses based on the input that I receive, but I do not have personal experiences or opinions and I do not have the ability to create content in the same way that a human does. Instead, my responses are generated based on the patterns and relationships that were learned from the data that was used to train me, and the algorithms and models that were developed to process this data. In this case, the content that was generated in this conversation was based on the input that you provided, and the responses that I generated were based on the information and knowledge that was available to me at the time of my training. While I may have contributed to the generation of this content through the processing and analysis of your input, the ultimate responsibility for the content lies with you as the user who provided the input and initiated the conversation. Thank you for tuning in today to check out this synthetic podcast that I created using ChatGPT and Speechify. I started to use ChatGPT in various ways and noticed that depending on how you set up the conversation, it would clue into various types of formats. I was able to almost have a conversation with it, which was actually quite impressive. I figured the model might understand various types of formats it was given, and I'd be able to produce text that matched. Most of the responses were great lists, and it actually made sense, so I just went with it. I then took parts of the conversations that I had with ChatGPT, and I scripted a conversation. I wanted it to be audible, so I searched for synthetic voice generators, and I found Speechify.
I put the scripts into Google Docs, routed the output back from my computer back in with Audacity and recorded the output. I then used Audacity to edit the pod into a format that you just experienced. All of these tools I use today were free and generally available. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. I thought some of the insights were actually valuable. Uh, it seems that to be trained on business and technical documentation because it understands concepts between the business and data outcomes. Uh, it seems to be set up in three paragraph structure that covers all bases and attempts to stay as least biased as possible, which was very interesting. In order to get it to show some bias, I had to coax it with specific questions while it did attempt to stay as impartial as possible. I hope you found this conversation interesting and perhaps you can think of something to create using these AI tools of the future.